the Velma show that came out. It was terrible. What are you talking about? You don't know? Oh, I was thinking ghosts, and then I thought about ooh, and then I thought about Scooby-Doo. Okay. What I, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you just don't have the time for this today, do you? I got totally confused by <laughs> the I, Velma question. You know, it was ooh, and then conspiracy theories, I and under, then mysteries, I, and then Velma. I understand yeah. where you were going Popular culture. I, just, I didn't get there as quickly as I got Good morning. Well, there. I thought it was. No, my, I thought. No, it was, I thought. No, season three you, was you my said, turn. You said. You said. No. You said that I could do it. Um, no, I said I decided that I could do you it. You decided. That I decided because you said you were going to talk a lot today, so it's my turn. Well, this was a bad audible. I don't care. Are we retrying? No, this or we're what? going. No, you didn't even Good say. Good morning, evening, afternoon, whatever time it is by you. Welcome back to the Underqualified Knucklehead Sports Podcast. I'm your co-host Andy Newman. Alongside me, as always, is the man, the myth, the mustache slash beard slash legend slash man who is going to tell us some things about some sports. Daniel the Manuel Keen. Thank you for the lovely introduction, Andrew. Yeah. Um, introduction? <laughs> it's been a really long week. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, no, nah, we're good. This uh, is Introduction. Weird. The lovely introduction, Andrew. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, we, we got a lot of different things going on right now. We I'm, got a I'm lot. Sitting of... different, I'm sitting in a different place. The, the phone's in a different place. Yes. This is a different time. This My microphone's no, in a different we're area. We're on the same time. Two I weeks know, in a row, no, we're on the same issue. Yeah, time. but like it's like 40 minutes late, though. And my computer, Microsoft, isn't connecting to the internet, and now I'm sad. Okay, well we're trying. Those of you, those of you on the live, we're trying. Um, Too many things. We're trying some new angles to 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 better, uh, better the the viewing experience. But yeah, sure. We'll see how it goes. Andy, how's your week going? Uh, you know, it's been actually pretty good. Uh, we started our first week of Newslink shows. Newslink, shout out Newslink Indiana, Newslink Sports. Um, it's been kind of nice just getting back into the groove of things and helping out new people with. Uh, they're getting their stories and telling stories about Ball State and the surrounding area. Uh, been really enjoying that. Again, shout out NLI Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Go check out those stories and packages and things that we do uh, if you want to learn more things about Ball State and Delaware County area. And also shout out DN Sports as always as well. DN Sports as always, yeah. Um, I covered some breaking news this week uh, or today. Today. Uh, Jeff Mich- Mitchell uh, named the new director of athletics for Ball State University. Uh, very fun stuff. Um, he comes from the University of Southern Mississippi, which you know they always do sports pretty well in the South. Isn't isn't Southern Miss where where uh, Brett Favre went? No way. Yes. No way. Yes. Is this, is this Look the, it up. Wait, I'm serious. No. I'm no, serious. no. He went to Southern Miss. No. no. Yes. Did Brett Favre? No, I'm not saying that. It's because yeah. Brett Favre got totally in trouble for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly. Oh wait, hold on. I think on. it's the same school. Oh, oh no. It's the University of Southern Mississippi. This might be oh, a whole nother we story. We might get embezzled by Drew Plitt. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't say that. Okay, I'm wait. Sorry. This is a this is a whole n- <laughs> no, this is a whole nother story though, but I I guess that's something I'm working on now. Uh, hey, um, you're welcome. I I call I call byline. You call a byline. I, I, I just for the story idea. Okay. Well, we are <laughs> horrendously off track. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um this week uh I mean there were some sports this week, but mainly there was the NFC and AFC Championship games. Uh, this weekend is the Pro Bowl. We'll talk a little bit about that. But what we will talk about for a little bit of time is the potential of conspiracy theories in professional sports. Ooh. 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 I, I don't know. Ghost noise. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Speaking of ghost noises, um, the Velma Dinkley show, the Velma show that came out, it was terrible. I hate it. What are you talking about? You don't know? Oh, I was just thinking ghosts, and then I thought about ooh, and then I thought about Scooby-Doo. Yeah, and then and then I thought about the Velma show. I'm sorry, I just wanted to throw that out there. I'm a big Scooby Doo fan, and they've ruined my favorite one of my favorite pieces of of anything. I'm sorry. Okay. What I, <laughs> okay. You just don't have the time for this today, do you? I, I <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's not. No, it's no, fine. It's, I love. I have time for Andrew Newman all days. I yes. just I got totally confused by <laughs> the I, Velma question. You know, it was ooh, and then conspiracy theories, I and under, then mysteries, I, and then Velma. I understand yeah. where you were going Popular with it. culture. I, just, I didn't get there as quickly as you got there. I'm so sorry. Uh, um, oh, shout out on the live. I'm repping Northern Illinois today. Uh, shout out Davis Roddy. Uh, wait, Northern Illinois? 
What did I say? You said Northern Illinois. That's uh, Northern Michigan. I meant to say Northern uh, Michigan. Um, you are not. <laughs> you are not touting uh, the, NIU. The I'm Mid American Conference has polluted my brain. Apparently, um, but shout out Davis Rowdy is going to Northern Michigan next year. Uh, go go Wildcats! Um, wow. First up, let's talk about the NFC Championship game in which. I th- I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was pretty boring. Um, R.I.P. Brock Purdy. By the R. way, R.I.P. I, d- I do Purdy. believe he's out for the whole of next season. Yeah, he's, he's getting Tommy John surgery. That which is sucks. Usually a pitcher's surgery. Also, um, shout out Dylan Selke for being an absolute jerk and saying that he needs to get in there, even though he literally could not move his arm basically and still was able to throw down a checkdown pass. Probably better than Selke. So, yeah, probably <laughs> better than Dylan Selke. Yeah, no, dude, he um, was. I no, you know what? At that point in time, I didn't really know what the injury was. I was like, dude, I mean, if you can, like, it seemed like he kind of maybe could have gotten back in there, but knowing the full extent knowing of what it was. Knowing the full extent now, I can oof, see. Well, because yeah. basically, you know, it's it's reconstructing the elbow. Yeah. So Tommy no. John surgery. So you got to imagine, like, when he's throwing the the whole mechanics were off. Um, I don't understand how that even happens on that one play, though. Like, is it? I thought it was more like a progressive injury. No, he got hit pretty hard. Yeah, I, did, like, it, it, I mean, it didn't look as bad as I thought. It didn't look like a bad injury, but no, obviously clearly it was. Clearly it was awful. Um, yeah. I'm actually, re- okay, I, I really wanted the 49ers to win that game and be in the Super Bowl, but yeah. now that Brock Purdy's out, like, I did not want them to win because yeah. that would have been like, oh, here's your ring, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, and then who would have been there? How did how did every single quarterback That's that played luck. a snap for them somehow get injured? So my question. That's crazy. With Trey Lance, Jimmy G, Brock Purdy, whoever, if they had a healthy quarterback for the entire season, yeah. is it a Super Bowl winning team? I, I don't know if it's Trey Lance. I don't know if that would have been. I think if Purdy stays healthy that game, I think they have a shot at winning. Uh, I think if Jimmy G stays healthy that whole season, I think they have a shot at winning as well. Um, I don't know. Trey Lance kind of was disappointing with those two couple couple games that they had. They split. It was one. They were, he was one and one. Right. Mm-hmm. Stats weren't all that impressive. I don't know. Maybe if they had if they had more parity or if they had more longevity or just like the same thing every week, mm-hmm. consistency at quarterback. There we go. I mean, better. This just shows how genius of a coach Kyle Shanahan is. No, if, yeah. If he has. Four, five different quarterbacks yeah. in one season. <laughs> five, including Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's still. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And he, well, no, five. No, oh. no, it was it'd been oh, five. Yeah, with five. It would have been five. With, yeah. yeah. I honestly, I would have, I would have pulled that backup quarterback in that NFC Championship How game. You, you're on your fifth string quarterback, for Christian in McCaffrey. The NFC Championship. I would have let Christian game. McCaffrey That's run crazy. the Wildcat though. He did. Like, yeah, he did. He did. No, for a but bit. I, but like the whole rest of the game, I wouldn't even try yeah. to put Purdy back in. That's crazy. Then it was just a failing effort. Um. Yeah, it was a good game, though. I mean, we'll talk about it next week, but this Eagles team is looking good. Yeah. I no. watched it. I did homework while I watched it, and my mom was texting me. Shout out, Mom. Oh, Mom's here. Hi, Mom. Um, shout out, Mom. She texted me. She was like, oh, this game isn't that great. And I was like, oh, don't worry. This is like the JV game for the varsity game at 8 o'clock, which it turned out to be the varsity game. It was AFC Championship, Chiefs, Bengals. It yeah. was a very good game, albeit some issues. Uh, apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? I again, I was rooting for the Bengals in that instance. I feel like every single team that I've been rooting for the, in the playoffs is lost. Like yeah. when I start to root for them, Chargers first week that was my my was my team lost. Uh, then next week was Bills lost, uh, and then uh, right after the Bills lost, I was like, all right, I'll root for the Cowboys now because of T.Y. Hilton lost. I'm um, sorry, you rooting for the what? I was gonna root for the Cowboys a little An- bit. Andrew, I'm sorry, T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton. I don't have that much issue with Cowboys. Andrew, the Cowboys. I don't. Andrew, I'm sorry. What? It's like the worst team no, in the NFL. No, no, it is that's the, the worst. Patriots. It is the Patriots, worst fan base. Patriots. It is the no, worst fan not the base. Worst fan the worst base. Fr- Eagles. Probably the Eagles. No, the personally. Eagles are winning. The Eagles. The Eagles have fun because they're winning. I think the Cowboys are the worst franchise in the NFL. I, I can. I can see some other teams that are worse. They haven't won since the '80s. They haven't won anything major since the '80s, and they're over here like we're still America's team. We're still the most important team in the NFL. I do not like the Cowboys. Let's continue on the <laughs> NFC Championship. Yeah, we've already switched to the well, Oh, we're on the AFC. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Whatever. Well, a- NFC Championship, eh, Eagles, I fly, Eagles, fly, I guess. Congratulations. Yeah. Good for you. Weird little tangent there. I, I genuinely <laughs> don't know if our tangents are interesting or not. I don't know either. I, I think maybe. So- sound off in the comments <laughs> of our of our next episode if, if I the feel like are. I feel like they provide personality to our show. Sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, no. It's a sports talk show more than anything else. Yeah. Which I don't hate sports talk shows. I don't either. Yeah. We should have people call in one episode. Yeah. We could. 
sure. We had that guy call in during Daniel Riki's episode. Remember Adam Kelly told him that he gave him free attendance to that class. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty fun. We, that was our we cut a call. promo for Ball State Media. We did episode. last week. You know, um, I think we could totally do call-ins. Yeah, why not? Um, if we, if we, if I can find a way to like hook it up to the big mic thing right there, then I think we're good. I mean, or I just answer it on my phone. I put and then it up, put it up next to the mic. Yeah. That would work as well. That'd be a lot easier. Yeah, it'd be um, a lot easier. Okay, back to the AFC Championship, AFC championship game. game. Yeah, um, by the way. There were a lot of moments where a lot of fans were a lot upset about a lot of calls that the referees made. Probably warranted. Probably warranted. Yeah. I mean, okay, so here's my viewpoint on yeah. any any type of the the refs the refs cost us the game or eh. the refs are playing for the other team or the refs are getting eh. paid or the NFL's rigged. My thing is it happens in every game. There's You're going to all- get blown calls in every single athletic event ever. Referees are human. It's going to happen. But when it happens against your team in the biggest, most important moment of the Correct. season, yeah. it can often feel like everybody's against you. Personally, I think there was only one instance in a game where I'm like, you know what? The game literally got blown by the refs for this one thing, and it was the 2018 Saints-Rams game. Mm-hmm. No, that's no, no the, call? Yeah, that's the only time that I can 100% remember agreeing and being like, you know what? Yep, that was 100% the reason that the Rams just or the Rams won that game was because of that call. Also, Sammy said the tangents are great. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Sam. <laughs> yeah, see, I told you. Yes, uh, they no. bring personality to the personality. show. Personality. Yes. Um, no, the no no call it was probably the biggest one for me. Yeah, but I think in this game and and a lot of what they're referring to is. Uh, there's they the referees literally gave the Chiefs a, another third down. Which yeah, I don't. That actually, was crazy. I, I didn't even. I didn't even know the explanation behind it. Uh, it was, was because they were blowing the whistle before the play started, but they still let the play happen. So, but no so one heard. No one heard the whistle. That's not great. No one heard the whistle. They were blowing it, and then the play just continued. Yeah, it's not great. I don't I mean, know why they wouldn't run out onto the field and be like. Stop! We blew the whistle. What was this motion? That's what it'd go like this. Okay. okay. Yeah, you yeah. Were just but I was like doing it like, a, like yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. I don't know. I get that. And then there was the the late hit on on Patrick Mahomes that literally sealed the game. Yeah. That's a, that's a late hit. It I was. Mean, it was. I mean, th- you can always you can always argue. Yeah, I was just finishing the play, and you know the momentum just takes you through. But that was a late hit if I've ever seen one. Correct call. The argument is like. One, if that was a late hit, then Joe Burrow had a late hit. Yeah, there was like a earlier passer that wasn't was in the third called. quarter. It's ticky tacky stuff. I again, human beings are not going to be perfect in split seconds. I mean, so I think the NFL refing was better maybe ten years ago or so. I think like your Ed Hockley's and your uh, I think what, what's what's the guy's name at CBS now? That guy's the goat, Gene Steratore. Gene Steratore. That guy is the greatest ref of all time. <laughs> Give it to me. Put him in the fame. No, Put him in my, the hall. My favorite referee of all time. Fame. I don't even know the guy's name, but it's a video. It's a clip on the internet where, where he calls a he calls a foul and he says, um, "A little bit of extracurriculars after after the play." He was getting in there with. Oh his yeah, hand. yeah, seen, you yeah. know what I'm talking. He's giving him the business. Giving him the, the quote. business. Yeah. So I, I love that. Um, but I, was, I I've never. Yeah. I thought that once the NFL started implementing a lot more of the the technicalities and the rule and the what is a football motion, yeah, that's kind of where it gets bad when you're trying to overcorrect or really, really pigeonhole what the calls are going to be. Personally, personally for me, I don't understand why we don't have a New York ref at every single game that's like watching in like a sky cam or something. I don't, I don't. It would, I don't understand like why we have to have this. Uh, only the refs on the field make the decisions or whatever. If we have camera angles, if we have people that can watch it and make sure that the correct call is the correct call, then why don't we utilize that? What is the holdup with like being like, oh, the ref calls in from New York and clearly sees that something has been inaccurately called or not called that would be mm-hmm. a big motivating or changing factor to the game? What is the hang-up that is like, yeah, we can't do that? Like, well, I don't get it. So I think I don't get that. I think it's made an appearance on this show before, but yeah. we could talk about it a little bit more. Something that they're implementing in European football, European soccer, but European football football is, uh, VAR, video assisted referee, yeah, or video assistant referee, that, and they showed that in the World Cup too, right? Yep, they used it in the World Cup this year. Yeah, um, they used it in the last World Cup as well. Um, I have no idea how that works. It's crazy. Basically, every single game 
there is a set of referees on the field. There's a yeah. center referee. There's two assistant referees. The guys with the, the flags guys, on the yep. side. And there's one fourth official. He's on the he's on the sideline. He interacts with the coaches, sets up subs, added time. Yeah. And then there's probably three or four referees who are in the stadium uh-huh. or not. I don't know if it's in the stadium or if it's like okay. It's like it's like if the game is in if the game's in. Milwaukee, nah. the the referees are in New York. Yeah. But they're basically watching the game on a monitor and a couple monitors with a bunch of different angles. Exactly, yeah. And at every single scoring play, every single red card, and every single serious infraction, yes. they can challenge – or they not challenge, but the second it happens. So the second that – you know, Gabrielle Martinelli scores a goal for Arsenal. The video-assisted referee is watching the replay yeah. to check for any potential infractions. Which I think is and something that should be implemented. Which is something I, I think, I mean, a lot of people do not like it. There's a lot, there's, I mean, there's the whole, well, you're disrupting the flow of the game. You're not actually well, letting them play through. They're going to complain about anything. They're anyway. going to complain about anything. I feel like this it gives every so in in the context of the NFL, I would yeah. say maybe every single scoring play, um, every single ejection, every single major foul, every single PI call or whatever, yeah. just automatically gets sent up to the booth. Major and, stuff. Well, yeah. and what happens is like they there could be a scoring drive and people could complain about it, whatever. But the referee calls it, and then five minutes later they kick off the VAR, the the video yeah. replay, whatever you yes. want to call it for the NFL, has already checked it, cleared it, and called it an okay play. They don't need to say. They don't need to pause the game and say we've reviewed the play. I agree. It's just yeah. assumed that they, if the play gets to continue into the kickoff, then it's been reviewed, and completed and checked. You know what? You know what? Congrats, congrats to the Chiefs on making it to the Super Bowl. But in my personal opinion, the NFL's rigged. It's all scripted. Whoa there. Whoa it's there. all Andrew. scripted. Andrew. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. I am Arian Foster, by the way. Hello. It, it I've, sparked, <laughs> yeah, the game and the the rigged calls sparked a lot of conversation. It's been sparked for like, it's like, I think it's like a Reddit thing. It started a, as it started as a Reddit thing, but it made yeah. its way into like mainstream Twitter, where so the NFL has script writers and the, and it, it's 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 breeded a bunch of very yeah. funny funny memes. But um, the main thing is you know, that people believe the NFL is scripted and the NFL has script writers every se- every season. To play out the entire season, and every team gets a copy of the script. Um, and a couple of NFL players have like said, like, "Dude, those memes, man! Though. I lost it when they gave me the yeah. script or whatever." Those, those memes that uh, yeah, not not I, entirely podcast no, appropriate. <laughs> no, but. some of them are not. Um, I will say the I, I found T. Y. Hilton. T. Y. Hilton tweeted out like Andrew Luck getting the script. <laughs> I thought that, <laughs> in that was really funny. Um, or uh, Tom Brady watching or getting the script for. Uh, the uh, Super Bowl Fifty One, where he came back or whatever, and it mm-hmm. was just like a, a video gif of him like looking around like ah like super yeah. excited. Okay, so oh oh that's something we can we can uh, talk about real quick though. Mm. Uh, this is gonna be a yearly thing. I, I'm pretty sure okay. we'll have like a like a five five minute conversation every year. Congratulations to Tom Brady for retiring once again. <laughs> um, we'll see you next year. Uh, once you retire after being with the Jets with Aaron Rodgers for a year, you're going to take full cool snaps. He's done for good. Nope, he'll he's be done, back. He's he'll done be for back. Good. He's not coming back. How many times did Brett Favre say that he retired and then he came back every time? Twice. Yeah. See, there you go. We got one more. <laughs> yeah, this is it. <laughs> no, he's he, back. he retired. Like this is. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was three because no. it was the first time and then he it was the second time. Green, but no, no. He and re- then it was the third time. No, no. He retired, he retired in Green Bay. Yeah. And then he came back and played for the Jets. And then I think he retired from the Jets. He didn't retire from the Jets. The Jets didn't want him anymore. Then he retired? I thought he retired briefly. Did Brett? This is the second time Brett Favre's on the podcast today. Uh, I don't know if that's an awesome thing. Well, the first time it was for potentially (laughs) embezzling money from a a non-profit. You know, I used to be a Brett Favre fan, by the way. I have multiple Brett Favre jerseys in my home. Because I thought he was, like, really good. I don't know. Oh, they did say, okay, so he did retire from the, the Jets. Yes, before, thank you. Yes, he retired three times. I didn't. Yeah. I thought that I thought that with the Jets situation, it was more like. No, he just retired because he wanted out. Yeah. And then he just signed with the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Have you, it's weird. I, mean, I get it. Yeah. Um, I have two Jets Brett Favre jerseys. Why? I don't know. And then I have a I have two and I also have two Vikings Brett Favre jerseys. See, I it's very confusing to me yeah. to get jerseys for rival teams. I so, I was young. I mean, yeah, it's young and fun, but for me, like yeah. unless it's like 
you know, like I would I would warrant getting a Matt Stafford Rams jersey. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Because, you know, he played yes. for us. He was a big yes. he was a big player for us. I would warrant getting a Kenny Galladay Giants jersey, even though yeah. well <laughs> yeah. he's not really playing that well as a giant right now. Yeah. But like I would get a Golden Tate jersey if he yeah. from yeah, but I, I feel like if you just like want to get another player's jersey, it's kind of weird. But I mean, if you're if you're twelve, I was I was, a, I was like ten. Yeah, yeah, if you're ten and twelve, it doesn't make a difference. And then I had I also had like a um, I had a uh, Larry Fitzgerald jersey, Cardinals, and I and I got marker on it, and oh. I thought, uh, and this was in first grade. I remember this, and I'm sorry, we're going on a tangent again. Oh, sorry, I love the tangent. I got apparently uh, fans love it. Um, so I got I had this. Uh, I was in art class, and I got. Red marker on my nice red Larry Fitzgerald jersey, and I'm like, man, how do I get this out? This is gonna suck. I don't want. I don't want this on my jersey. And I thought, you know, what's the best way to get something out of off your jersey? Cut it out. So I grabbed scissors. You cut a hole in your jersey. I cut a hole out of my jersey because of the because I stained it with the marker. I brought I brought it home. My dad was washing it. And he pulls it out of the dryer. He goes, "What did you do?" I'm like, "I just cut out the stain." He goes, "What?" <laughs> Again, I was like eight, okay? <laughs> Would I do that now? No. Would I kill someone for doing that now? Maybe, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Myself, younger self, I would, I'd would i be unhappy. I will say we do have a comment. Um, who wrote the script for the Owen 16 Browns? Johnny Manziel. Hugh Jackson. Oh, okay. Is, yeah. Okay. I mean, they both could have worked on it together. <laughs> that, yeah, you know. Co-producers. Is that, um, was, is that Sam again? Who is that? I think that's Sam. Yeah, it's Sam again. You know what, Sam? Sam, congratulations. You're you're on the pod. You're on the pod. Yeah, um, you're in. Um, but no, I, jerseys. I I understand. I get that thought process. I would not do it now. Yeah. Okay. Um, I only. You know, I, you've learned over time. Yeah. The only two jerseys, the only jerseys that I have that are not Colts, are college, a uh, or college teams, which does not matter. Um, a uh, Broncos, a couple Broncos jerseys of Peyton Manning, which again we said yeah, was fine. Happens. And again, he's my favorite player of all time. Um, and then we have uh, I have a Drew Tranquil jersey. Went to my high school. Yep. So that's it's a that's, win. Yeah. And then I have a uh, T-shirt jersey or jersey. Is that what you call them? Jersey? Yes. Yeah. Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Of uh, Jim Kelly, and you know that whole story. So. You don't know the Jim Kelly story? No, you've told me the Jim yeah. Kelly story on this podcast. Okay, good. I'm just blanking a little bit. Yeah, how, how I was with my grandpa. It was in sixth grade. My grandpa pulled me out of school. He he was in for a Fellowship of Christian Athletes event for Fort Wayne, and we picked him up at the airport, and we drove around with him for the day. Oh, yeah, you hung with out Jim with Kelly. Jim Kelly. Yeah, my yeah. grandpa, yeah, yeah, and his wife. And his yeah. wife. And then my dad met us at a restaurant in downtown Fort Wayne in his work clothes, and he was super embarrassed to be there. Just like in his, like, just literally got off of work and just showed up to an hey, NFL Hall of Famer eating no, food no, in his work good. clothes. He did not want to be there. No embarrassment. You know, he was Take like, the opportunity. <laughs> I know. He, he did. He did. And he said that he thoroughly enjoyed it. I also remember watching on TV, uh, like, of, like, some greatest Hall of Famers of all time or whatever, and Jim Kelly literally showed up on TV. I'm like, oh, he's, he's right across from me. This is kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's neat. But I yeah, will say, that's like, the reasons I have those. Yeah. I will say, if Barry Sanders was in the UML and I just woke up on a Saturday in my pajamas, I would run. Yeah, oh, of I course. Would, I would run of from course. my house in my of Marvel course. superhero pajamas yeah. to go say hi to Barry Sanders. W pajamas, by just, the way. Yes, W pajamas. Yeah. Oh, they're so soft, too. I got them for super cheap. Are they like? Are they the Avengers or just like? Yeah, they're just like Avengers. Oh, cool. But okay. it's like the old school Avengers logos. Yeah. Anyway, so the NFL's rigged. Uh, no, um, Tom Brady <laughs> retired. Oh, Tom, <laughs> shoot. Where are we at? Okay. We'll get the NFL's rigged in a second. Tom Brady retired. He's working on his family life again. Congratulations. Um, Probably should have done it last year. Did you see he's kicking Greg Olson out of the booth? I'm upset about that. What? He's is he actually? Is he going to? Is he 100? percent I think they said he's going to sign like a three hundred a ten year three hundred and fifty. Is he going to compensate contract. the Super Bowl? I hope so, uh, because <laughs> I think it's Bur- him, Bur- Burkhardt, and Olsen for the Super Bowl. I would prefer if they found a way to to split him because I I like I like Greg Olson on, uh, on color. Yeah, I I feel like I would like him better than Tom Brady. See, I and I, you, you obviously would not like to listen to Tom Brady. Oh, that'd be that bad for statement. Colts fans. That'd be really bad. We would. I would. If you I, have to I, watch I it, I don't watch a whole lot of Fox football because it's all NFC. So I don't really care. Oh yeah, yeah. no. So I, I get a lot of. I I get a mix between CBS and Fox a lot. Ours is primarily CBS. Yeah. So well, as as Lions fans, we get a little bit of both. So I might I yeah. might listen to the Comeback Kid. He went to Michigan. Um, Yay. But, but the, congrats. The, I think the funny thing is See he went to year. Michigan, but Michigan really didn't claim him until about year two or three in the <laughs> NFL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were like, oh, yeah, he went here, but he's a backup in, in, in New England now. And uh, then he started winning Super Bowls, and they were like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. we, we yeah, had him yeah, first. Yeah, that was him. Um, no, but c- congratulations as much as I dislike you as a uh, football player. 
Um, I've got, I've grown to like him a little maybe a little bit more or respect him a little bit more as an individual. You ever talked recently. to Kyle Smedley about Tom Brady? I have not. No, is he, Kyle is the biggest Tom Brady hater I've ever met. In my I life. I still am not a huge fan of him as a as a person, but you know, as a person or as a player, as both. I think he's pretty chill as a person. He I, I, he grew on me a little bit in Tampa. Yeah, he's yeah. nice. And did you see the uh, the promos he'd cut with Tom uh, with, with Gronkowski? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like sitting in the yeah, kitty pool. Like, like that, I liked that. That was that was something I was like, okay, you know what? Fine, but Patriots Tom Brady was not. Yeah, know, nope, dislike. Well, on the topic of thumbs down. Thumbs down. Yeah. Um, on, the, on the topic of, well, not Tom Brady, but the, well, actually, Tom Brady is in It's a part of that, I'm sure. Tom yeah. Brady, well, t- the, Tom Brady's Patriots are a part of this. It's I, 2001 Patriots? Yes. Let me guess. Um, yep. Yep. I can but, I know exactly where that's going, but by the way. we're going to talk about not just the NFL. We're going to talk yeah. about, I found this insider article that I read during Com210 today. Um, I was paying attention. I just wasn't paying of that course much you were. attention. Yeah. Um, hey, I did my demo speech. It went really well. Great. Oh, for Com210, you have to do a demo speech where you show them how to do something. So I made scrambled eggs. Were, oh, I did mine about fantasy football. They were very good. The scrambled eggs were very good. Did your fantasy football team win? Uh, that year, uh, I was the worst in, in the league. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this so. year, this year, co-champion, co-champion. Co- oh, and we forgot to talk about that last podcast again. I keep freaking getting off track. I'm sorry, but I won half won my fantasy football yes, league this you year. Did. Yes. Is that the one back home or the New Zealand one? One back home. So okay. I got like 275 bucks. Dang. Yeah, I know. Hey, use it on another paint manager. Yes. I may have um, <laughs> I, some of it, uh, but no, uh, because again, my so my friend Gary was the guy in the championship with me, mm-hmm. and I was up about forty-five points, and um, ended up I ended up technically winning the game because our championship was the Demar Hamlin. Oh yeah. Game. So and he had uh, he had Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and T Higgins. Yeah, no, that's. I mean, yeah. What what I've seen a couple fantasy leagues do is they put they put two uh, two Madden teams against each other and <laughs> have it on autoplay. Oh, I'd have lost. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, that's cool. Good for you. Yeah. I, I started seven and zero. I talked a lot about it, um, but then as you as you noticed, it dropped off in yeah, the fall I, because I, I started losing. Anything. Oh, uh, um, I got knocked out in the semifinals, but I it was a respectable year for me. If Cooper Cup didn't get injured and the Rams weren't. Yeah. The Rams, I think I would have. That was that was your DN league, right? Yeah, that was my DN league. You guys league. didn't put any money in there, did no, you? No, we didn't yeah, put any money in there. A, that makes sense, yeah. For, for March Madness, we're thinking about doing like a dollar bet. Like everyone puts in a dollar. And we're we're, we're, we're going to do something for News Link as well. Yeah. So. Um, okay, back to the Sorry, back yeah. to professional sports yes. being ringed. I found yes. this insider article yes. in Com210 um, that I'm not going to read all of them because some of them like – I don't I just, really know a whole lot about. We yeah, don't, really know I don't get about, Who cares? But, so number one, I'm going to read them to Andy, and Kay. Andy's going to talk talk about his highs and his lows of it. Yeah, and then we're going to decide on what we'd rate this conspiracy theory. Excited. Full disclosure: Andy and I do not believe professional sports are rigged. I do not. No, we and do I, not believe in any of these conspiracy theories, and neither does Arian Foster. This is strictly neither. for entertainment purposes yes. only, and that's exactly why Arian Foster said that. Yes. Okay. Uh, Michael Jordan's first retirement from the NBA was a secret suspension for gambling. Why fans believe it's true. Just months before Michael Jordan announced his retirement in 1993 and eventually pursued a career in baseball, the NBA had launched an investigation into Jordan's gambling habits. Mm. Also, Jordan, during his retirement press conference, said that he might come back to the NBA, quote, if David Stern lets me back in the league, end quote. So that's why fans believe it's true. Here's why it's probably not. The question conspiracy theorists struggle to answer is why would the NBA cover up Jordan's gambling misdeeds and kick the best and most popular asset out of the league for two years? There are more. The more than likely scenario is that Jordan, one of the sport's fiercest competitors, was no longer felt challenged by basketball and needed something else. I can. I. I, I do know about this conspiracy theory. I think that there may be a tad bit of truth behind it. I feel like I feel like here's my thought process. This is something that I I don't I don't there's I don't know if there's any kind of I feel like I've heard it somewhere, but I don't know if there's any kind of like actual factual backing backing behind it. I feel like there's a possibility that he was thinking about maybe getting out of the league and being like, you know what, I'm not challenged by this anymore. And then at some point in time, I think maybe they were finding out about his gambling stuff if he actually was doing that, and maybe we're gonna find him. I think I think there was. The NBA was going to be like was going to find him yes. or do some sort of suspension. Probably not for the year. Not, no, not, not not for not, two years. Not two years. But yet. maybe they were going to suspend him for like a decent amount of time. 
And that was like the reason that another a factor into why he decided that he wanted to be. Yeah, and it could have negatively impacted his career and Correct. image. So I can so I can see I, I can see it see a little bit. That. But also eh. I mean, yeah. yeah. That, that whole that whole situation is still like one of the craziest things I think to ever happen in sports. Just that whole mm-hmm. that how that how that unfolded, what happened and everything. It's just it's 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 so bizarre. Well, like, also my thing is they said they said why would the NBA kick out one of their best and most popular assets. Yeah. I feel like it might, like, if this was going to be a possible conspiracy theory, it would have been, like, Jordan's team in collusion with the NBA to basically say, you know, we don't want you to suspend Jordan, and you don't want to suspend Jordan because then you're publicly shaming your most prized asset. He was the best player in the NBA. R.I.P. Calvin Ridley, because they just did not care. Suspended the hell out of him. I mean, when you're (laughs) mid-tier, this is what happens to superstars. This is what happens to third-string receivers. Uh, He was Um, the number one receiver on the Falcons at that point. On the Falcons. Yeah, okay. Um, (laughs) Um, Point taken. So I feel like, if anything, it could have been like a little bit of teamwork. They were like, we don't want you to suspend him, and it's probably a bad look for your league to suspend him. So how about... We just take a break. Yeah, so, yeah. I, can, I can see that. Yeah. Again, I don't. I don't know if that's real. We're, we're not. Yeah. I, oh I, yeah. No, we're, we're not. We're no, not agreeing we're just, or we're disagreeing just, with either yep, of these. Again, um, whatever. Next up, the NBA. Another NBA one rigged the 1985 NBA draft for the New York y- New York Yicks. <laughs> Yicks. New York Knicks to okay. draft Patrick Ewing. I've actually looked into this one a little bit, but I have not. I have no idea about this. There's this. It's really funny. So I'll, I'll show you the picture. Of like that big glass ball, yeah. um, the NBA would would pick the draft. I think they still do pick the draft lottery out of like a big big see through ball. ball. Yeah, and there's a bunch of if you watch like how the guy spins his hand and messes with the cards. There's some people who think that the card was frozen so that he could feel the cold one, or some people think the the card was bent a little bit so he could feel which one was was bent. And I watched a video and it, it was it was like. 1.30 in the morning and I couldn't fall asleep, but I watched a YouTube video where a guy dissected the video for like <laughs> 20 to 30 minutes. Jeez. It was pretty funny, though. Okay, so why fans believe it? Patrick Ewing was one of the best prospects in years, and the league's marquee franchise, the New York Knicks, yeah. needed a star. Also, the person placing the envelopes in the bin seems to throw one against the side, and the one that David Stern pulls out appears to have a bent quarter from being thrown against the side. A second theory says that the Knicks envelope was frozen, which would make it easier for Stern to identify. Why people don't believe it's true. If the NBA wanted to bend a corner of the envelope as a signal to Stern, it would have been easier to do it before bringing them out. They were stacked and nobody would have noticed a bent corner. It would have eliminated the risk for throwing it against the side or to create a bend. As for the frozen envelope theory, there's no evidence to support it. It's really hard to... Especially with the the grain of footage that they have, yeah. it's really hard. Yeah, I. That's that's interesting. How does that how does that work though? Like, do they just have like a bunch of envelopes and in like basically the the bottom? I think it's bottom eight teams yeah, in the NBA. Just, I don't know. Are 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 put into a lottery, and are there more of a specific team based on their seating though? Correct? I think I think it's it's been that way in recent years. They're like the Pelicans had like a super low chance when they yeah. won it, which there's also conspiracy theories that that one was rigged because the Pelicans lost AD and they were a poverty franchise and yeah. they needed Zion Wim- Williamson to kind of kickstart it, but we don't know about that. But basically at, at this time they basically just put the envelopes in yeah. of each of the teams in the NBA in the draft lottery. Uh-huh. Okay, I don't <laughs> think I, I think I think there's right. there's reason to believe because the NBA the the New York Knicks which which is the most popular franchise was kind of suffering pretty hard at the time, but honestly I don't I don't buy Yeah, whatever. It. Um, I, and then, you know, we need to we need to bring in Zach Greer to tell us about the NBA lottery draft and everything. Well, I know how the lottery works. I just I I need more more. You need more context. evidence or more context. Yeah. Okay. So the NFL this time. Okay. The NFL destroyed all of the evidence from Spygate to hide what the New England New England Patriots were really doing. So why fans believe it's true? After Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots were caught spying on the New York Jets during a game, the team gave league tapes, which were later destroyed. The the team gave the league. Oh, the team gave the league tapes. Yeah. I don't know why I yeah. messed that up. Probably because um, you're about to sneeze. I'm, I'm not. I, like I, I lot like this. The thought of the sneeze has been out the joke. window. 
I can't sneeze now. <laughs> Forever. I will okay. never be able to Oh, okay. Um, All right. Um, but a Boston Herald report said that the Rams secretly taped St. Louis uh, that the Rams secretly taped the St. Louis Rams walkthrough before the 2001 Super Bowl. Many fans believe the tapes were destroyed by the league that showed the Patriots cheated to win their first Lombardi trophy. So basically the idea uh, is that the NBA destroyed the tapes because the they missed ha- what did I say? The NBA. <sighs> Why people think it's fake. <laughs> the tapes handed over to the NFL were from the 2000 to 2002, the year we were born, yes. seasons, but reportedly they didn't include anything from the Rams' walkthrough in the lead-up to the Super Bowl. The Herald later redacted their report, and the NFL said they investigated it and found no evidence. Also, during a Senate investigation, a Patriot staffer said that several videographers were preparing for the game when the Rams started their walkthrough, which means they were in the stadium preparing all of their video equipment yeah. while the Rams were there. They were in the in Patriots gear and lingered around to watch the practice and relayed what they learned to Bill Belichick, but they didn't videotape anything. Yeah. So could... they said this under threat of perjury uh-huh. in the Senate. Uh-huh. So as for destroying the tapes, it was more likely since one tape had already leaked that Goodell didn't want anything else going public. I can 1,000% see that being true. I'm being completely serious there. Really? I can I can see that being true. I don't know. That that is my I think that that is a legitimate thing. I think that is more I think that is more likely to be true than the the Flategate thing is. I think if it's true, it's not true because they really wanted the Patriots to succeed. No, but it's not true because everything came out so late after the Super Bowl uh-huh. that they were like, we just want to move on. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I can see that being true. Even though we put a disclaimer at the beginning of this that we don't think anything is true. We don't think anything I is think true. I think that Loki might be true. Yep. I'm serious. Um, so Maybe I'm crazy. My my fourth one, which will probably be our last one, because, I mean, some of these are, like, not eh, that interesting. Yeah. But this one does sound a little interesting. The NBA rigged the NBA draft for the Cleveland Cavaliers after LeBron James signed with the Miami Heat. So... Why huh. fans believe this is true? Fans believe the NBA rigged the draft lottery to help the Cleveland Cavaliers after LeBron James took his talents to South Beach and the Cavs <laughs> received nothing in return. Basically, everyone was super upset that potentially there was some tampering going on when LeBron James left Cleveland to go to Miami. Which is they, probably probable. Probably probable. Probably um, probable. So the Cavs won the, dra- the, la- the draft lottery in 2011 and then again in 2013 and 2014. But in 2011, they picked Kyrie Irving. So basically the understanding or the thought conspiracy here is yeah. that because the Cleveland Cavaliers kind of got you know, they they got nothing in return uh-huh. for their star leaving and there wasn't really fair trade going on that the NBA was like, here's here's a little gift to, yeah. to stop complaining about it. I can see that. Um, uh, I don't know if it's true. Again, it's, it's just this one's a little bit just kind of happen, you know. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> why it's probably not true. The Cavs were not especially long. They were they weren't really long shots to win. So the only yeah. the, only the Timberwolves had a better chance to win the lottery, and even they had and and even they had a seventy five percent chance of not winning. The fact is, the NBA lottery is designed to make it unlikely that the worst team gets the top pick. Here's my thing: I don't like that. The NBA draft lottery is kind of stupid. I can, it's to prevent tanking. But it then isn't, again, you ha- huh? yeah, it is. Well, it is and it isn't. The yeah. NFL preve- tries to prevent tanking. Except they still have their draft running the same way, and not that many teams really tanked during the year. Uh, the Texans probably tanked. Well, my thing. Well, sorry. Yeah. Let me let me rephrase yeah. that. In the NBA, it's a lot easier to tank. Yeah. Than in the NFL. How do you? Why? At the why end is that? of the day, the worst team in the NFL and the best team in the NFL, like you could play, and there's so much parity in the NBA in the NFL yeah. that. The worst team could still beat the best. Team. I know I mean, the, t- the, Colts the Colts beat the Chiefs this year. The Colts year. did, in like, fact, beat the Chiefs. This so year. if the I, Chiefs I win the that. Super okay. Bowl, the Colts beat the Super Bowl champion Chiefs. So they almost beat the Eagles, and they almost beat the Eagles. There's only the Lions almost beat the Eagles too. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, there's only the seven, Lions were good though. The Lions were good. <laughs> um, there are only oh yeah. By the way, I won our bet, even though we called off the bet. You did call. I off, won. Yeah. 
That, the Lions finished with a better record. That was straight up depressing. Than the that Indianapolis that Colts. That is depressing that that occurred. I am so I proud of that. that. And when did I call it? I called it in August. I, yeah, I thought I you called were it stupid. before the season even started. I'm so proud. You of You called that. it probably before August. Honestly, I think you called it like in I was like, calling it all year. <laughs> you were calling it. I think you called it like the previous, like last year. Oh no, no, I yeah, called it, it in. Like I May, called it April. on our MLB episode with I thought, Kyle. I thought it was like April. Yeah. I called it almost a year and a half in advance. Look at me yeah. go. Look at me go. Because we. Got we just we had just gotten Matt Ryan and like Stefan Gilmore. Oh and yeah, I was and like, you guys right, were, we're talking big. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Look how that turned out. Um, but there's so much parity in the in the NFL. There's only 17 games in a year, so yeah, the, the worst team could probably be the best team on a good day. But there's so many games in an NBA season, mm-hmm. and there's so much to like keep track of, and there's so yeah. many game footage to watch, and so much to prove that a team is actually tanking. Yeah, rather than them just being bad. Uh huh. So I think it's flawed in that. The NBA doesn't really have a clear-cut image of what tanking is. So even like the 0-16 Browns or the 0-16 Lions, they were competitive teams. They tried. They tried. Attempts were made. But there wasn't any point where Hugh Jackson was like, damn, go go put out our, our bench players. <laughs> like yeah, they, they suffered injuries. Yeah. They, had, they had bad draft picks. When the Lions went 0-16, I mean, it was bad, but it wasn't like – that bad. It wasn't like it was bad because they were trying to lose. It, it was bad like, because it was like Dan Orlovsky like running out of the back of the end zone for well, safety. <laughs> or, or, oh well, he did do that. Oh, um, oh yeah. But but so like he it did, was that bad. I mean, he did. I don't think he did that one on purpose. I, he did not. It no. just looks so just, much like he did it on purpose. Terrible. So basically, the NFL, the, the the Lions and the Browns had bad front offices. Yep. And they they drafted bad pl- players. They yep. they. They spent their money poorly. They didn't spend enough money. It's not that any team tries to tank specifically. And I think in the NBA, it's also not that any team tries to tank specifically. So having a draft lottery, having any sort of lottery in sports, especially the coin toss, if the Bengals and Bills would have would have made it as far in the playoffs as they were supposed to. Yeah. If if like if that happened and the home home advantage for the AFC championship game was decided on a coin toss. Yeah, the amount of conspiracy theories that would be flowing out of the woodwork. Like, come crazy. on, I know what you mean. Um, but then again, yeah, when you're talking about that, that's kind of like the reason that the Sacramento Kings year in and year out are just literally just the worst yep. of all time. They just they're, they're just terrible. Like all the time, they're like never not good. And it's also it's a, well, no, a very, no, I'm sorry they're never not bad. They don't yeah. have a lot of money. That's not a very like rich franchise either. Yeah, they're not willing to spend money. They're not willing to make plays or make risks. I feel like small market teams in the NFL do a lot better against big market teams than small market teams in the NBA do against big market NBA teams. Well, one, the NFL is more popular than the NBA. Yeah, has has pretty much always been more popular than the NBA. And yeah, I don't think there's ever going to be a point in the future where the NBA is more popular than the NFL. But also, are you are you saying that's a factor in how well small market teams do against big market teams? Though? Well, one, yes, and two, yeah. how many small market teams are there in the NFL right now? I'd say I'd say Indianapolis is one. Um, I'd say not that small of a market though. Yeah, I, I, okay, so I think. I mean, yes, it's a small market. Carolina Panthers, probably. Um, at one point in time, I would have said the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, okay. but not anymore. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe now. When, maybe yeah. when the Raiders were in Oakland. Yes, I'd say uh, the Chargers when they were in San Diego. I would have said. But I think I think you're wrong there. I think I think there was more popularity and more fan following for the Chargers in San Diego. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Then yeah. there oh, was I in agree. L.A. But the fact that they have, like, a huge stadium and they're in L.A. makes yeah. them a bigger market team. Agreed. It's just location. Yeah. But I think – but, you know what I mean? I'm just saying, like, these small, littler towns. Like, even the Green Bay Packers, but they're a big market team. Yeah. Even though they're in a, the smallest possible market that they could be in. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's just me thinking. But like maybe it just boils down to the NFL being way more popular awesome. than yes. the NBA. I love the yeah. NFL. Yeah, love you it. You like the NBA? I, You know what? There are people that do. When's the last time you sat down and said, huh, there's an NBA game on? 2020. And chose to watch the NBA game 2020. rather than just flick on a TV show. Well, okay, no, never mind. Last year, I watched the NBA Finals. I, I watched didn't. Game Six. I watched. I think I watched all of the finals. I watched the highlights after. I watched the whole finals. Like, last it's just year. really, it's really hard. But like to watch. when I just like watch like a regular game, I watched that TJ Warren fifty point game in the bubble. Yeah, you know I what? Know. I mean, I right now most of my like most of my basketball experience right now is I cover high school. I, I yeah. cover high school basketball for the Herald Bulletin, and I also cover 
Anderson University, which is a D three, D two, D three. It's I think it's D three. Yeah. Um, university. It's yep. really small, but that that basketball is more fun for me to watch. Hey, have you been to Have you been to Anderson University? Like, are you going there today? I'm going or, tomorrow. I went there tomorrow. last weekend too. You know what? You know it was at Anderson University, and where I um and why I know a little bit about Anderson or have fond memories for Anderson. Shoot. Uh, that's where the Indianapolis Colts used to have their training camp every year. At Anderson University. Anderson University. Really? Yes. I would spend like eight or nine hours like every, every, uh, not every, like once, at least once a summer with my dad there, nice. just waiting in line for them to start. And then people would like drive back and forth. And that's how I had that interaction with Pat McAfee and everything, have a picture with him. Anderson University is where we, is where they used to have it. Interesting. Yep. Very interesting. Well, what I was, what I was saying was like I cover smaller basketball teams yeah. than high school basketball, which is just, Totally different. I like high school basketball. Especially in Indiana. I really like high school basketball. I like I also like college basketball. I think it's really yeah. good. I've yet to watch Hoosiers, which I've been told. We've I, talked about We've that. talked about yeah, that. I haven't watched it either. We should watch it. We, we will, yeah. Did we say that last week, too? Yeah, I'm sure. Maybe. Okay, we'll be saying it all year. Uh, did you think Russell Wilson um, should get into the Hall of Fame? Eh, I don't know, man. You know, he's kind we'll of t- a one and done. <laughs> <laughs> we'll think about it. We'll think about it. <laughs> um, Next year we'll a, tell. <laughs> that's a joke from season two. Um, <laughs> throwback, throwback. They're back. Um, yeah, so I think we'll end today's episode talking. I mean, I think we did a pretty good job talking about conspiracy theories. I agree. But it was also pretty not good because conspiracy theories are not good overall. They're not, no. I mean. The NFL isn't rigged. The NFL isn't rigged. No one's We're out good. to get you. Well, nope, there's no I script. mean, some people might be out to get you, but, like, no one's out to get you <laughs> sports-wise. Some people. <laughs> 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 Okay, uh, uh, but, we will, but we will good end <laughs> talking about the Pro Bowl. Uh, okay, will you yeah. be watching the Pro Bowl on Sunday? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, the Pro Flag Football Bowl? The Pro Flag Football Bowl. Yeah. Uh, we talked about its ridiculousness. I mean, here's my thing. Here's, I, a, here, here's a, one quick question. Um, do you think if they were doing it in the full pads like they did, like have they done every other year, mm-hmm. do you think what, what, what uniform do you think – Derek Carr would be wearing. Would he just be wearing an AFC like, <laughs> helmet? No, he'd still be wearing a Raiders. No, helmet. I don't he's think still, he would. He hasn't been cut yet. Yeah, but I don't think he's he still would under. Want con- to. No, he would have to. Did you see? Uh. Did you see the clip of him? Um, they they were saying something about how it felt being there, or like, yeah, how he's That's still what representing I was to. Yeah, uh, he's still representing the Raiders, and he said something like, "Oh no, it was." Uh, oh, they they were. He, ta- he won a skills challenge. Yes, he won a skills challenge, and they were talking about his skills as a quarterback. And he, he said, no, he no. So here, here's yeah, I, yeah, I know exactly yeah, what it was. And so he got it. So he did a. They were doing the quarterback skills challenge like they do every year. Um, and the reporter comes up to him. He's like, "Have you ever been this hot in Las Vegas?" And he goes, uh, "I don't think I have. That's probably why I'm. Uh, well, not I'm not be there here. anymore." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, or did you see Aaron Rodgers? He's playing golf, and somebody yelled, um, hey, "Hey, Aaron, you got any news for us?" And he's like, "He's like, I'm not going to San Fran." Yeah, I yep. think he said some other expl- expletives, but yes. he basically <laughs> said, "I'm not going to San Francisco." Which, yep. honestly, I why think, would he? I think he's going to the Raiders right now, and we'll have a whole free agent episode Ooh. later this season. I like but that. Will you be watching at three o'clock on Sunday? Yeah, yeah, sure. I I'll turn it on. Yeah. I think, well, Jared Goff, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Penny Sewell. What are they going to do with the offensive linemen? Um, <laughs> it's flag football. I don't know. I mean, Penny Sewell. Slot. Are they going to have helmets and pads on? I don't know. Are they going to have those stupid padded helmets? Yeah, that's what I was <laughs> thinking. They probably will. It's going to be a weird thing. Do they? Just imagine just like... Offensive linemen just like blocking each other without pads, or like, or, or maybe like, or offensive or, like, or maybe they're Ugh. just like they they just play, or like they go play running back or wide receiver. I will say, Penny Sewell catches balls out of the backfield. Pretty I, I well. did see that. Yeah, I, it's my it's my lock screen on my desktop over in the DN. <laughs> of course, it's it is. Penny Sewell. He's diving over the first down line, and every time somebody sees it, they go, "What's that from?" And I was like, "Come on." Come on, locked up the game in a win over the Minnesota Vikings. There we go. The fraud Minnesota Vikings. Which again, yeah, was not that impressive as we found out. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um I like I like watching the skills challenges though. Those are pretty fun. If um, I wouldn't have been doing news link stuff, I probably would have watched, but yeah. I just yeah. Do they still get a big bonus if they win? I, I remember it used to be they used to be huge. They used to be huge bonuses. That's and why people, Sean Taylor absolutely wrecked that punter. And people <laughs> people played really well. Yes. So I think you need to put it back in Hawaii. You need to put, it, need to put it after the Super Bowl. Okay. And they need to uh, give the same, like, the large bonuses again. Or they need to throw away the Pro Bowl entirely and just uh, select people to the Pro Bowl and give them a bonus for being the Pro Bowl. Because here's here's why Jared Goff is at the Pro Bowl right now. Because 
four other <laughs> quarterbacks is, yeah. said, I don't want to go. That's why Tyler Huntley and Derek Carr and Trevor Lawrence like, are at the Pro Bowl. Yeah, because Pat Mahomes is doing other stuff. Joe Burrow doesn't want to do it. And Justin Herbert didn't want to do Justin it. Justin Herbert didn't want to do it. Was it Herb? Was it Herb? I think it was Herbert. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Let's Herbert. go with that. Is it's literally Tyler Snoop Huntley. Like, come on. Yeah, I that's it's, it's that's, Aaron Rodgers said I want to go play eighteen holes rather than go to the freaking Pro Bowl. Like, the only thing that is at all making me be like, Yeah, I will watch that is because of Peyton Manning. That's it. Yeah. That's the only but well, I I still think it's totally perfectly fine if they throw away the Pro Bowl, don't do it, and just select people to the Pro Bowl. It's it is, is it, it is disappointing. That is it really making money? I don't know. I don't think so. It is disappointing that it's come to this point. It is it is legitimately. I yeah. I used to really it enjoy used the to Pro be Bowl. Really fun. Um, and I'm disappointed that other sports can have their All Star games and make it fun, like the uh, the uh, baseball MLB All Star game. Great. The, the NBA All Star game is pretty bad too. It, it's bad, but it's fun. At least they're still playing basketball. Yeah, but they play it really. Like, they're well, playing. So I basketball. guess. I guess that's the thing with yeah. football. With basketball and base and baseball, you can play it with like a fun, nonchalant attitude. With yeah. soccer, like when they do charity games, yeah. you can play it with a fun. You try some stuff, like when. Um, when Giannis went for the when went for the dunk and Steph, Tur- yeah, Steph Curry took cover, like yes, you can do fun stuff. That's like that. fun with football though. You can't when you it's got just, the pads on. You got to hit somebody. Like, yeah, I think that's why would you want? It's to? too much of a all or nothing sport. Correct, I agree. Yeah. There's like no way you can play football at fifty percent and make it at all like interesting. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's disappointing that that's come to that. I hope that they can find a way to make it better. But I think this is probably just going to be flag football from now on, and I'm just going to be watching grown men play flag football on TV. And I'll, I'll be gonna, doing I'll be doing homework. Like, yep. I'll just be like watching it and doing homework. It's kind yeah, of just yeah, like yeah. an offhanded thing. Well, whatever, whatever. Thank you all for joining <laughs> us. As always, we're going to wrap it up under an hour. Andy's got places to be. I have places to be. Or homework do you, to do. do. You have places. You have homework to yeah. do. That's that's a pretty good reason. Yes. To to do that. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us. Make sure you follow us on our socials, uh, knuckleheads.sportspod on Instagram, UK underscore sports underscore pod question mark. Something on yeah. Twitter. We're gonna we should probably write that we down. Should, we should probably figure that out. Yeah. Well no, we should probably make Brand them unification. The, we should probably make them the same. Yeah. Um apparently we have a TikTok, we'll work on that. Um do you think we can make TikTok videos? Maybe. Out of like out of our ah. Sure. Sometimes you guys just yeah. like get the behind the scenes stuff yeah. while we're recording. Too. I don't know. Either way, um, we are live streaming from two to three ish p.m. every Friday, except for today. We started at two thirty. Yeah, um, two or three ish. Yeah, two to three ish, ish. In, in there to, between two and four. Yeah, you know, just we'll be imagine around. that we're yeah. here, um, except for next Friday because Which we Andy's going to be. I'll uh, be on in assignment Bowling in Green, Bowling yeah. Green, Kentucky, which is a really cool thing. Yeah, it should and be I'm fun. Really happy for you. Yeah. Um, but we might do it Saturday. You know, <gasps> what if we brought in like fruity pebbles and cereal and no. did like a cereal a Sunday? I don't like cereal. A Saturday morning cart. Wait, what? I don't like cereal. We'll talk about that later. Time out. I said Saturday morning cartoon podcast. Oh, episode, that's fun. But you said you don't like cereal. cereal. I don't like cereal. Why not? It's not my fan. I'm not a fan. Like sugary cereal. Like just I don't like sugar. cereal. I don't like cereal. Yeah. I'll make you pancakes then. That's good. Chocolate Great. chips. Thank you all for joining us, <laughs> and we will see. See, see. Ha- Why do you whisper it in the mic? No, see? I don't do that anymore. Remember, it's underqualified knuckleheads country. Let's ride. Oh yes, under underqualified knuckleheads, knuckleheads country. country let's, let's ride. ride.